we've got real promise with a strong fundamental backing for metallic minerals in terms of the work we're going to be undertaking to create value. And I think with our leverage to silver, gold, and, and potentially uh, to copper as well. Joining us for a conversation is Greg Johnson, the CEO of Metallic Minerals. Mr. Johnson, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be back. Thank you. <laughs> great time to be speaking with you as Metallic Minerals has some exciting news for shareholders. Before we begin, Mr. Johnson, please introduce us to Metallic Minerals and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. You bet. Uh, Metallic Minerals is a silver-focused exploration development stage company with a flagship asset in the Kino Silver District, one of the world's highest grade producing silver districts, a second asset in the high grade silver gold La Plata District, uh, and a last asset, which is our Klondike Alluvial Gold Project. Um, we are headed up by a group of uh, experienced explorer developers with a track record of successful discovery and project advancement. Now, Mr. Johnson, Metallic Minerals has some great news to provide shareholders on three fronts. First, on the flagship Kino Silver Project, as well as updates from La Plata and the Klondike Alluvial Projects. Beginning in the Yukon, sir, take us on site to the high-grade Kino Silver Project, which has just announced the completion of what was the most expansive exploration program to date. First off, congratulations, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, we're excited about this. Um, the Kino Silver Project uh is is our flagship you know we're a couple of years into the acquisitions and initial uh development of the targets and this is one of our biggest programs to date um uh here in 2021. now mr johnson the kino silver project has three main areas within the west central and eastern parts of the high grade silver producing district beginning at the central kino mr johnson walk us through the 2021 exploration program which was a multi-phase program of rc and diamond core drilling what is metallic minerals looking for and what are you seeing yeah so let me set the stage here so the district itself is about 35 kilometers wide and we break it into kind of three sectors or, or target areas uh, you know, as you said, this, the west, central, and eastern parts of each one of them is about 10 to 12 kilometers long. So it's a really big area, and we see continuity of similar styles of mineralization from one side of the district to the other. Most of the production historically has been on that kind of western half of the district, where we've seen over 300 million ounces of past production plus current resources, and it's one of the world's highest grade uh, 43101 resources. Starting in the central part of the district this year, uh, we kicked off a program looking at our advanced target areas. This is specifically in the Caribou and Homestake areas, where we targeted stepping out along uh, the already defined structures there, where we've hit ore grades over mineable widths. We're stepping out, we're building tonnage. Uh, the drilling indicates that we've had some really good successful hits there, some big step outs that were waiting to see results come back from the assay lab, but we're, we're quite pleased with the ability to be able to extend those advanced stage targets in the central part of the district. Moving on to the West Kino, what can you share with us? So West Kino is focused in that area of, of significant historic production. This is nearby our neighbor, Alexco, who's going back, has just recently gone back into production where they've got several major discoveries. So our targets there, West Kino are right on these known very uh, high production areas, uh, the Formo, Silver Queen, 
uh, are, the, are the two main targets here. So core drilling to, again, step out along areas of known mineralization that have already been intercepted and being able to continue to build on those towards a first mineral resource, uh, both central and the western parts of the, of the uh, district for metallic minerals. Let's move on to the emerging heavyweight, which is the East Kino, where it appears to have both the Kino style mineralization of ultra high grade veins and bulk tonnage silver mineralization, which is now new in the district. To set the stage on this unique value proposition in 2020 metallic minerals previously released, significant bulk tonnage style intercepts on the East Kino. You mind sharing those numbers with us and how it fits in with your neighbor Alexco, which has recently gone back into full production. Yeah, this is, this is pretty exciting. So uh, we came in uh, to the district recognizing that, you know, you've got all this production on the western half of the district. The geology doesn't stop at the claim boundary. It continues on to our ground. Same geologic setting. We started to uh, collect samples, geophysics and soils and rocks and mapping and started putting this together. Last year, we'd identified 12 separate multi-kilometer scale targets. These are big targets, both soil anomalies and geophysical anomalies. And we put the first reconnaissance holes in 2020. We hit in 26 out of 30 holes. That's an amazing track record <laughs> for a first phase reconnaissance drill program. So a big part of this year's program was coming back in and starting to step off from those hits last year we're moving laterally, moving down dip, and we're really starting to put together an understanding of the scale of mineralization in this area. We also drilled the first core holes in this, in this area this year, deeper holes targeted at both geophysics and offsetting the reverse circulation drilling. So we're, we're pretty excited about what's coming together here. The significance of what we're seeing in the East is that not only are we seeing classic high-grade Kino-style veins, which is what Alexco and most of the historic production has been based on, but we're seeing zones up to 100 meters or more of continuous disseminated silver mineralization. And this holds out the potential for bulk tonnage for something that could really be much larger than anything that's been seen in the district before. Now, along with the drilling, Metallic Minerals also completed an extensive IP survey. And I noticed in the latest press release that Metallic Minerals made the following reference about six times. <laughs> Regional thrust faults and associated epithermal style mineralization. Now, as a shareholder, I'm keen to find out more. Any nuggets that you can share with us regarding the IP survey? Yeah, so this this is one of the, um, this is an example of, of our effort to try to take, you know, a known productive district to, to, to extrapolate into the areas that have been less explored and then to bring in new exploration targets, target types, models, and new modern exploration techniques. So this is the first time we've ever applied what's called induced polarization uh, geophysics. This is where you put a, a charge in the ground. These were multi-kilometer long lines. They allow you to sense as deep as 800 or 1,000 meters from the surface. And so this allows us to be able to start to map the subsurface even before we start drilling. And what's exciting uh, about this, Maurice, is that that work over the East Kino targets was demonstrating that we're getting conductors in the subsurface rocks that are correlating spatially with these big soil and magnetic features. And so the reason that's, that's really significant is if we're hitting silver mineralization in the shallow drilling and we've got a geophysical target that continues to 800 meters, or more, and we've got multiple targets in their kilometric scale, it's really starting to suggest we've got a very strong plumbing system. 
and that this could be a target that could really have scale to it and potentially you know, build this out to something really significant. Now that the exploration is complete this year at the Kino Silver Project, when can we expect to see results and what determines success? Yeah, you bet. So we started in the central part of the district. That'll be the first area that we'll start to see numbers. Then on the eastern side of the district with both uh, RC and core. And then last, we wrapped up with the western part of the district with, with core drilling. We'll be able to, we're right now finalizing uh, our interpretation on the IP geophysics. So that'll be integrated into those. And I, I could see us seeing numbers uh, starting here really any time and continuing early into the new year. And so it's going to be an exciting period. We're starting to see a turnaround in the in the market and the interest in silver and gold again after a more than a year correct consolidation and correction. So this will be a great time in terms of catalysts from news coming from the, the Kino Silver Project. Let's move south to Colorado to the La Plata Silver Gold Copper Project where the season is just about wrapped up and this is an emerging asset for metallic minerals. It has all the merits and hallmarks of a flagship project in its own right. Now metallic minerals just completed its first drilling in decades on the La Plata with the intention of bringing up the La Plata up to NI 43101 standards. It's a project that was recognized and worked on by some of the majors in the past. Please tell us a bit about the project and the 2021 program and when we might expect to see results. Yeah, you bet. You know, I, I'm really excited about this one. This was an opportunity that came in through our network. It's a project uh, area that, very similar to Kino Hill, had a history of high-grade silver and gold production from these high-grade veins, much like Kino. Um, located in the southwestern part of, of the U.S. and southwestern Colorado, that mining on the high-grade veins occurred from the 1800s to the 1940s. Uh, then after World War II, we didn't see the small miners come back, but we saw first Rio Tinto's exploration group uh, come into the district, recognizing that not only was there this high-grade production and occurrences, but that there was potential for bulk tonnage, silver, gold, and copper. And they drilled a number of holes that really started to define that there was a porphyry system that sent in the center of this epithermal vein district. Um, following on that work, we had uh, Phelps Dodge, which is now Freeport McMoran, coming to the district, and they continued to drill all the way through the early 70s. And then Phelps Dodge sat on the project until 2002, the low in the last uh, commodity price cycle. Uh, the group that we optioned it from has held it for over 20 years. So we're the first to have an opportunity to take a look at this exciting project. We're taking a very holistic approach. We're going to be focused on both the bulk tonnage part of the system that's related to these porphyries, as well as the high-grade silver and gold component. We're bringing all the layers of modern geology and techniques for exploration to the table. Uh, this year's program was focused on continuing to collect geophysics and soils uh, and the very first confirmatory drilling and sampling that's been done uh, on the project in decades. So we are just wrapping up that, that program now. I would expect to see results starting to come out fairly soon with an objective to move this quite rapidly to take the historic resource on the project and advance it with sufficient work to a modern 43101. So again, this is gonna be a project that's gonna have a series of news events uh, in the relatively near future uh, that are gonna be quite significant in advancing that into 2022. Finally, let's discuss the big year that Metallic Minerals has had on the Klondike Alluvial Gold Royalty Portfolio. Yeah, so, yeah, this is an interesting one. It's it's not the main focus of the company, but we had an opportunity a couple of years ago to pick up a portfolio of unmined Klondike alluvial ground. This is upstream from some of the biggest open pit operations in the Klondike, in the Yukon, that produce over 50% of the Yukon's gold. 
uh, from those mines each year. So we've invited experienced operators on the ground. We've got three license areas currently that are fully permitted for production. Two operators that have done significant work drilling, bulk sample testing. They are rapidly advancing this towards first production and metallic minerals would take a, a production royalty, anywhere from a 10 to a 15% royalty, depending on uh, the stage of those, uh, those license areas. So we're exciting to see this advancement over this year's work and we're anticipating very high potential that we'll actually see these move into first production in 2022 uh, for next season. And that'll move to cash flow uh, for metallic minerals on those properties. Leaving the property bank, let's look at some numbers. Sir, please provide the capital structure for metallic minerals. So we've got about 136 million shares out, roughly a $65 million market cap. So we're, we're now out of that micro cap area where we're starting to get attention from some of the, the big investors. Uh, we're well-funded, well into 2022 with the, the current treasury. Uh, we have no debt. So we're in great shape to have been able to have an aggressive program on all three projects this year and moving into next year to continue uh, our business model, which is really one of define resources, grow resources, and advance those and de-risk them, creating value along the way, very similar to what the team did uh, with uh, Nova Gold in the last metal price cycle. Speaking of big investors, you have a great shareholder list. Could you comment on that and on the recent ownership by Eric Sprott? Yeah, we're, we're in this period now where the company is moving from very early stage, expiration stage to resource stage. And with that, we're seeing interest from some of the bigger investors. So uh, we've got U.S. Global, we've got Crestcat, we've, we've got OTP funds. So these are all specialist funds that, that really understand this part of the business for, for mining exploration and have taken significant stakes. In addition, Eric Sprott is our largest individual shareholder. He's one of the largest holders in Nova Gold as well. So we're really happy to have him in as an investor. And he just increased his ownership by exercising all of his warrants in the company, bringing in a little over one and a half million dollars here. So we're really pleased with that continued support from Eric. We know he's very bullish long-term on silver and that his investment in the company was really focused on our exposure to silver in the Kino Silver District and the potential upside from our other assets. Now, I'm no Eric Sprott, but I am proud to share that I did exercise my warrants as well. <laughs> Actually, everyone uh, did. I, I don't know that we had anyone that didn't, uh, Maurice. So um, we're really pleased to see that continued support from from shareholders, and and I'm I'm really pleased to see the market starting to to come back alive for silver and gold. It's been a you know a bit of a painful you know 14 month plus uh, period here with the market last peaking back in August of 2020, but I think we've turned the corner. And I'm quite quite bullish that uh, we've put this consolidation behind us. It's a great time for investors to be looking at high quality names and silver in particular. Uh, and I think uh, we've, we've got real promise with a strong fundamental backing for metallic minerals in terms of the work we're going to be undertaking to create value. And I think with our leverage to silver, gold and, and potentially uh, to copper as well here in the near future. I was going to ask you if you have any comments for shareholders, but I think that may just suffice. How about this, sir? Any uh, question that I forgot to ask you today, sir? No, I, I think we, we covered the, the gamut here, Maurice. It was great to be able to speak with you. I think, um, uh, I think that it's a, an exciting time for investors and for those who are new to metallic minerals. Uh, you know, we would invite people to contact us through our website or for, through our toll-free number. And please share that website and phone number if you have that opportunity for us. Yeah, so the website is uh, mmgsilver.com. 
Um, and, you know, I don't know the toll-free number right off the top of my head, Marie, so maybe you could put that in there and just add it as a, as a point. No worries, sir. Mr. Johnson, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and Metallic Minerals the absolute best, sir. Hey, thanks a lot for your time. It's been great to be uh, speaking with you again. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.